You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to the Utah Jazz Podcast. I'm Spencer. Mikey. Hey, this is Jimmy. Sorry, we had some uh, technical issues. Four years worth of technical issues. Uh, you could call them technical <laughs> issues. Um, wow. A little bit of an introduction for those of you that have never heard us on a podcast. We started a podcast in 2006 that ran until 2014. Had 208 episodes. Um, 208 had- episodes. Think of all that That's time crazy. that I will never get back in my life. <laughs> Talking about freaking Carlos Boozer and, you know, AK not knowing how to shoot a three. Oh, man, that was... Al Jefferson's garbage basketball. Yeah, Al Jefferson. Jamal Tinsley can go home, you know. Those oh, my gosh. Those are ni- you, guys are up, you guys are bringing up nightmares. Um, so... Yeah, it's been a long time. So we're getting the band back together, apparently. Not apparently, that's what we're doing. And uh, we're going to come to you every week on the Utah Jazz Podcast. And, and we will play Freebird. Every single time. We will. Every every time. Freebird. We're opening with Freebird. Um, okay. I like we yesterday, our, but we you know, whatever. Handles. We're all out of whack. What do we do? We oh, yeah. Twitter so my Twitter handle Twitter. is at... My Twitter handle is at S Campbell SBN, which stands for SB Nation. Uh, it used to be the Utah Jazz podcast, but uh, I received threatening emails from people in the Utah Jazz organization to take that away, so I did. Anyway. Jimmy, what's yours? Me? Okay, yeah, Mikey, so my... Oh, go for oh, it. Oh, go ahead, Mikey, go ahead. <laughs> Mikey VP We're... on the Twitter. We're, we're all, man, just slipping right back into this. It's like riding a bike. We're just doing so <laughs> it's great. like crashing a bike right <laughs> now, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so my tour handle is at Jimbo Rutting. So opening thoughts, uh, if you could sum up your Utah Jazz experience of the past four years in one opening thought, what would it be? Wow. Uh, Wow, for the last four years? Yeah. Uh, okay, here, I'll go first. So that's okay with you, Mikey. Yeah. The last four years uh, have been, I feel like this season coming up has all been leading to, It's. I mean, all those last four years have been leading to this season coming up. Like, we finally got to the point where we're like, you know, we're, we're, we're plateauing where we want to be, and we have, you know, our weaknesses are few. They're not glaring. And, uh, you know, we, we've got the personnel to do some damage and give the rest of the league the business. And I'm excited for this. It's, I mean, you know, I was excited for Al Jefferson and I had no idea what was coming. You know what I mean? And this, <laughs> so is, this, is, this is big. 
when you say give the league the rest of the business, what kind of business are you talking about? You know, give, them the, give, them the, give them the business, you know? Like, the, uh, you know, give them the downtown Julie Browns. I have no idea what I'm saying. Like, I'm just saying, like, we are going to take the league and we're going to just give them the business until they're like, what happened? What happened? Like, we are we're being given the business and we didn't even know there was business to be given. It's going to be awesome. Okay. Like, that's how excited okay. I am. That's how excited I am. Okay. Okay. Mikey. Yeah. For me, I, it's been a crazy four years. It's pretty exciting how, uh, how things have changed. Um, I'm all about giving them the business. I think that's going to be maybe part of our <laughs> terminology now, but, But to go from where we were, like the last time we did this podcast was at the draft where we were, we were bemoaning the fact we drafted Trey Lyles over Devin Booker. And we are now at a place where we have Donovan Mitchell, who is on Spider-Man commercials. What the heck? We've got his own shoe already. We've got free agents choosing to come here because we're title contenders it's we we don't even know how to be jazz fans in this kind of an era or this kind of a discussion in my life it's like when it was Stockton and Malone I don't remember getting this kind of respect um at the beginning of the season so it'll be interesting to see how it goes I'm I'm so freaking pumped about this I love love the team I was really sad to let anyone go from the last team but last era but uh holy cow it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see how these guys gel uh, i mean do you guys ever remember an off season where it was like hey these are the issues we have to address and then they addressed them it's it's weird it's exciting did you say un- oh you said address them okay address no, them. Them. no we, okay we that's undressed what... them many a time so don't worry about it. The the uh, <laughs> so the four years for me is um, I, it's all about Quinn Snyder and Dennis Lindsay, right? So the and I, there's probably been some thoughts out there. We're not jazz fans because we weren't doing the podcast and stuff. I mean, we watch games, we go to them, we go to events and different things like that. But I think for and I'm not trying to compare this to to like movies or anything like that but it's that's what the comparison is so you've heard the story i i think it's john lassiter for disney and somebody else for pixar i can't remember right and they're sitting in this coffee shop and they're drawing all these ideas about pixar movies right and they have these ideas for like 10 pixar movies that all happen at this original like lunch and then they've all come out to been like these like toy story and wally and all of these movies that have like changed you know cinematic history whatever the same thing happened with like the Marvel Cinematic Universe where they sat down like in 2006 or 7 and they decided, hey, we want to put this whole like 15-year plan together. And now that we're at the end of that, you know, phase three of the Marvel Cinematic, that's where I feel like we're at with the Utah Jazz. So like Dennis Lindsay, Gail Miller and the, the Miller family and Quinn Snyder, they all get together and they say, okay, listen, this is our vision for the next two years, four years, five years, seven years. And I feel like we're at that point where I'm, I'm not crowning them, right? I'm not crowning them, but like, I mean, this team could win 55 plus games um, and, totally. and be, you know, home court in the playoffs. And all of that goes to back to, you know, five or six years ago when all of this was put in play, right? 
um, whether it was trade pieces that we allocated, whether it was we got lucky. And let's be honest, we did get lucky on some draft picks and some trades. We got the better end of some trades um, and we got some players that came that wanted to come. It's just cool to see that having been there before when it was like, when is this going to turn around? When is this going to like do something? So that's kind of my opening thought. So that was good. And Moni's going to have a field day with some of those <laughs> UD Un- QM. Unintentional. Yeah. Unintentional <laughs> dirty quotes. Yeah. It'll be fun. So shout out to uh, Moni. Um, so a couple of things. Um, to be honest, those of you who are expecting uh, stats. Uh, we might talk about stats. That's not what we're here about. Uh, those of you that are offensive differential, defensive differential, uh, defensive rating, all that kind of stuff. I mean, we yeah, know we about do it. But we don't do that. You can go listen to other people to do that. Um, None of us got higher than a B minus in math ever, right? So we're not <laughs> trying to kid anybody. Like, we can look at a website and we know the math. We don't know math. We don't know. <laughs> like, we barely, we barely passed high school. So um, I'm going to let Jimmy speak for himself. <laughs> Jimmy did That's not a- barely pass high school, but I did barely pass high school. Yeah. And it was because of my senior year English teacher. Um, yeah. I remember so that. the Lagoon day. Don't even get Shout me started. I hate that. He, he, only, he yeah. couldn't go to Lagoon day, the senior Lagoon day, because he had to stay and write a paper about Pygmalion. Like, oh, that's, how, that's how poor of a student we all were. Like I went to Lagoon day, but it's not like I was like a rung above that. I was still horrible. Like I was horrible. Like I did. I like. I don't even know that I know fractions still to this day. Like I. I can't even read a ruler. But I know pretty. I, I know a lot about basketball, just okay. not the math part. So okay. Just, so I, there will be. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. Um, there will be. There will be some new things that we did not do prior, and one of those is. Uh, we are on an actual network now with SB Nation, SLC Dunk. So we'll have um, a little ad that will go in and be placed here and it'll be hosted at a different host, but you can still find it uh, where you can find all of your favorite podcasts on whatever podcast network you choose. And so um, that'll be the end of that segment, unless anybody else has anything else to say. No, it's just, I just want to reiterate, we, we will not do, we don't know, we don't know math. We will not have stats. <laughs> We, we might reference stats, but we will not yeah. come up with our own. But we don't okay. understand them. We'll repeat them. We don't understand them. And we'll like just make one stuff out up. of three stats we understand. Is that a right way to use stats? Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. So um, let's give – so for those new listeners that don't know who we are and stuff like that, let's give them a little bit of – so take like two or three minutes and just share your jazz – history right so like what is your oh wow so you got to do this in two to three minutes um why don't we switch it up mikey go first i'll go second and then jimbo you can go third so just talk about your history as a jazz fan well oh man i've been a jazz fan for as long as i can remember honestly my uh wow so we are we're all in that 30 late 30 range of our age and i uh i remember going to those games with my dad my dad was lucky to have tickets so i went to the stockton to malone era games and uh just if i were to give my my stats my uh since we know nothing about stats my uh 
my crowning achievement as a jazz fan was I, at 14, I convinced my dad to fly home early from our family trip to Hawaii to go to game five of the first NBA finals with the Jazz and Bulls, um, where we saw Michael Jordan suffer through a hangover and a night in Vegas to dismantle us with 35 points or whatever it was. But yeah, I'm a diehard jazz fan. Heck, we were part of this podcast, the first podcast ever. And um, since the podcast, we've been, I've watched just about every game. My son is named Stockton. If I were to have a second son, his name was going to be Mitchell. And that was prior to Donovan Mitchell. So, I mean, we were ESP with the uh, <laughs> the future of the jazz. But no, diehard jazz fan here. We're uh, and so excited to be doing this again. So that good? Um, yeah, no, it's perfect. Um, so grew up in Utah, a huge jazz fan, a um, little bit over 40, right? So um, I grew up with the Carl Malone, John Stockton um, era. I've had season tickets, not my whole life, uh, probably three or four years when we first got married um, and then watched a lot of the games. I think my earliest member, memory as a jazz fan uh, was watching – they did. They used to have the players come out for the. They still do the junior jazz visits. John Stockton come to the Orem Rec Center when I was probably. Well, you got John Stockton. Six wow. or six or seven, seven or eight, right around that time That's frame. Um, and then the other the other two huge moments uh, for me were uh, being at the Sunday Out of Gaines game when he hit the game winner, uh, which is. Oh, I mean, that was. Oh, that you were at that, that game. Awesome. Yeah, I was there with Bryce. Um. And then when I was in third grade, I took the free tickets to the Utah Jazz game when we all went as a junior jazz team. And they gave out this is this there's no way this could go wrong. And I'll share this story another time. But they <laughs> gave out free shaving kits to all of the junior jazz kids that got there earlier. And um I Did went they have into, blades in them? Oh yeah. Uh, I went into the bathroom during halftime. And because of a dare, shaved off my eyebrows at the jazz game. <laughs> and uh, that was one of my earliest memories. So That was now, one of your earliest spankings uh, too, right? Yeah, Maybe yeah, it I wasn't think... just your grades that kept you from Lagoon Day. <laughs> <laughs> if you tried harder at math, maybe you wouldn't have done that. Okay, Jimbo, what do you got? All right. So, yeah, unlike you guys, I had the um, – I, I had I was born in California, and so I uh, had to learn jazz fandom as I was an eight, nine-year-old little young boy uh, from my cousins, and I, I I I caught on pretty quick. I mean, and this is how old I am, and this is this is my first memory is like, do you remember the old home bread cards that were inside oh, yeah. old home bread? Yes. Like I made my mom buy so much bread. Because I needed, I needed a Carl Malone to finish the set, and those were like the hardest to find. Oh my gosh, I ate so many sandwiches <laughs> because I needed that Carl Malone card, and that was like way fun. I, I mean, I, I got to know all the players because of that. Um, and then you know, I saw I went to Kmart once and saw Jim Les, and that was like the cool one of the coolest nights of my life. Uh, you know, going to the Salt Palace, which is still like the coolest name for 
an arena. And I don't, you know, I wish like that's true. I wish Vivint would let us just call the Salt Palace and then have Vivint, you know, just somewhere smaller. And like we all get it, you're you're paying money, so we have to call the Vivint Arena or whatever. But geez, let us call the Salt Palace, you know, throw us a bone. <laughs> anyway, so you know, maybe it could be up. like the City Edition Arena, and it could be the Salt Palace. I don't know. Never mind. Yeah, I don't know. There's they got to work on that. I'll 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 shoot some emails to some people and see what I can get going. But call yeah, Gail. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'll call Gail. See if she uh, see if she can you know pull some strings. So yeah, you know, I, I, I grew up, uh, loving the jazz, just like you guys did and hundreds and thousands of other people. So, you know, I'm not unique in that area, but man, it's just, it's going to be fun at this. I mean, I've, I'm more excited for this season than I have been in like at least since last season. So, (laughs) (laughs) so, so it's going to be great. It's going to be fun. I'm, 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 I'm totally stoked for this. So awesome. that's did the you, definition wait, of hyperbole. Those, those cards. Do you remember Pog, the Arby's Pogs for the Jazz? Oh, yeah. Too? I still have some of those, I think, somewhere. I got to go find shoe box somewhere. Pogs. Those were, Sorry. yeah. So anyway, if, you, you no, if you ever want to watch those finals games, Mikey has conveniently, is, can I say this? Probably, they're, yeah. They're probably hundreds of thousands of views at this point, right? They would have already taken them down if they were going to. Uh, Mikey put all six of the NBA Finals games, at least the second run, on YouTube. And so when you see those, you can watch them on YouTube unsolicited with commercials, correct? Yeah, I think so. I, some of them might have been taken down. But I will. now that you said that, I'll go put them back up. <laughs> so I, I actually have them on my Apple TV and every once in a while I will watch them with one of my offspring and uh the one that likes basketball. So Okay. Um yeah, I just moment, watched one the other day. Which one? Dang it. I watched game six actually of the first finals. And we yeah, were yeah, screwed so if, in that one too, by the yeah, way. If you ever want oh, your heart ripped out of your chest again, go ahead yeah. and watch those. They're they're fun. Well, Scotty Pippen hung on the rim at the end. And I mean, today it would have been, it would have let off on the jump for heaven's sakes. But yeah. now, uh, and then freaking Brian Russell didn't even get the pat ball and bounded. So we have to, anyway, see, I'm not bitter. I go, go current jazz. Dang it. So we're going to take a 30 second break, commercial break at this moment in time. And yeah, because, this... we're, because we're new at this whole thing, it's going to sound like we're just not talking, but there should be a commercial overlaid. And if not, this, we'll just sound uh, like idiots and it'll be fine. This, uh, this, this, <laughs> this podcast, by the way, is brought to you by Jake's Crockpots. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to be quiet for 30 seconds now. <laughs> Jake's crockpots. <laughs> it's gonna get it's gonna get overlaid, so hopefully they can't hear this. But oh man, it'll be funny to have some like different thing every every time. Yeah, and if it's not overlaid, they're gonna hear all this and be like, "What the crap are they doing? Do they know that they're still That's recording?" Fine. We we don't know. We're rusty. <laughs> they'll 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 forgive us. Like it's been what well, it's been five years. Like what do you expect? You know, we don't know technology. We don't know math. We don't know technology. You know. <laughs> What do you expect? We watch friggin' basketball most of the night nights of the winter. Like what? Like it's not like we we're not spending time in the library. You know what I mean? 
And we're back mid-thought by uh, Jimbo, which is generally how this podcast runs. Um, okay, so one of the new things that we're going to do uh, is – so if you're familiar with Quora, right, It's uh, I think it's owned by Amazon where you just go and ask questions and people submit answers. It's kind of like Wikipedia, but for people that want to know answers to questions and it's all like subgroups and all that kind of stuff. And there is a Utah Jazz section. So we're going to pick one of those questions and just randomly – um, ask that question and answer it. And so this question comes from, this is great. Cause he doesn't even know. Um, I don't even know who the person is that asked it, but there's lots of people. Uh, Jake, answered. the order of Jake's crock spots. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> well, it's funny because you have to put your expertise on here when you answer the question. And like most of these people's expertise is lifelong jazz fans. So, um, so here's the question. What was the most heartbreaking moment as a fan of the Utah Jazz? Uh, we'll, go, we'll go Jimmy, Mikey, Spencer. You know, of all time, like, how can you not put Jordan's push off, right? I don't know. Like, you know, there's the that. Clock. And then the, yeah, the shot, shot clock, clock violated Dick Bavetta. Uh, I mean, you know, you can even go back and put, you know, any, a more recent thing, Gordon Hayward giving us a stiff arm and heading to Boston, actually lying to three teams so that he could finish writing his, you know, his players, whatever. What is it called? Players uh, Tribune. something account? Players Tribune, yeah, his Players Tribune article. You know, and like just lying about how, you know, you know, it was prematurely, you know, let out that he was going to go to Boston. Yeah, that's bullcrap. That. He needed to. He he had a deal with Players Tribune, and so they were supposed to break the news, and it didn't happen. That guy's a turd. I gotta stop talking about. It. Anyway, go on, you guys. <laughs> oh, well, those ones are obvious. Like the Dick Pavetta, the three point that was waved off by Isley. That was even worse than the push off. Yeah. Um, but I would say heartbreaking was kind of the way Jerry Sloan left. And how that was, uh, to me, like that, the way that went down and how it took, you know, forever for that to to be uh, resolved or figured out was kind of a, a bummer for me. Love, love Jerry Sloan. And, and it, it sucked that I, I remember we did an emergency podcast for that, too. And it was like we'd all, you know, lost a, a dear loved one. So. Anyway, hopefully, uh, yeah, anyway, that's that's it for me. I think um, going, going, sorry, Spencer, I know it's your turn. Going along with that, though, uh, when Darren Williams was traded not long after that, that was, like, horrible because it, like, really, it set in stone that we were back to mediocrity for a number of years, right? Like, we were we were knocking on the door with Boozer, D-Will, Okur, AK, and then... With Jerry Sloan leaving, Darren Williams being traded, you know, it was, that was like, that was, that signaled like the end of an era and the beginning of, you know, being in the lottery for quite a while. So anyway, sorry, go ahead. Just buzzer. No, I, so you guys have mentioned a ton of them. The one that was, was really hard for me, I, I, and, and this is partly because I hate the Lakers so much, is when Carl Malone decided to go for the Lakers, like go to the Lakers. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, and I understand, I understand why he did it. Right. 
but like when you look even if you look right now at his stats and you look at his like like the back of his basketball card it's like you know 18 years utah jazz one year you know lakers and then even worse than that is when i mean not worse than that but part of that whole process is when they went to the western conference finals right or the finals and they probably could have beat the Pistons if they just had some guys that were healthy, but everybody was hurt. And so then you got to see him like struggle even more. Like I would have been okay if he had won with the Lakers, you know, it'd been cool, whatever. But when he left, that was like, ugh, that was horrible. So that's pretty. But according to history, that never happened, from what I understand. Yeah. As, so it's a revision. As True, I read I Twitter, I, I don't think that ever happened. Yeah, I don't acknowledge any Lakers career for Carl Malone. So, <laughs> uh, you guys are flat earthers as well. So, okay. Um, all right. You know, speaking of the Lakers, th- when when Derek Fisher was let out of a con- his contract and then signed with the Lakers, that was, and he, I mean, he lied to get out of his contract and then signed with the Lakers. That was pretty Wait, what? Hard. Yeah, well, actually, it wasn't just one time. He lied to three teams to get out of his contract, but what? I don't know if you guys knew that or not. Um, I, I read that somewhere. We can, yeah, we'll get into that at another time probably. but Another time. Okay, so looking at um, – looking at, and we'll just do a quick – like a quick hit. Um, not that we're running up against it, right? I think that's what they say in the whatchamacallit because we can take as much time as we want. Yeah, um, the producer has given us the – yeah. So realistic. Give us the finger. I'll give him the finger. We don't know math. It's not like we have to like get on, get off the radio. Like you know what I mean. We'll go. Good. We'll go more in depth of this over the next uh, six to eight weeks. Uh, your initial like so a bunch of stuff has happened over the summer. We don't need to get into details right now. Where oh, do yes, you, we do. Uh, no, we don't. Honestly, this is gonna be a three-hour podcast. <laughs> Honestly, where do you see the Jazz finishing in the West or total wins? Like roughly, what is your like your gut reaction when everything went down? Am I going first? Go for it. All right, I'm going first. All right, let's start with. uh... Hold on, Jimmy. Before you start, this is assuming, and I know this is not going to happen. Let's. This is assuming everybody's healthy across the board. Like Portland's healthy, Clippers healthy, Houston's healthy. OKC's healthy. We're not planning on just just straight from what you see on the teams. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, to me, you got to kind of go down like the timeline, right? Because, you know, the season ended. We knew, everybody knew Rubio wasn't going to be back. I mean, heck of a nice guy and good good ball handler and defender, but he wasn't doing anything for us. Like, and I, I, I love the guy, right? Like I don't have anything against him, but he wasn't cutting it. And we needed an upgrade. We needed somebody that could shoot, that could space the floor. And like, I mean, we're not smart, right? We don't know math, but Dennis Lindsay and the jazz front office, they know, like they, they know more about basketball than we do. And they understood, right? That this is what had to happen. Like we cannot go another, we can't sign Rubio to another deal. We just can't. If we want to get better and go further in the playoffs, that can't happen, right? So they go out and get Mike Conley, which is a huge upgrade. I don't care what anybody says. Mike Conley's a better defender. He's a better shooter. He can get to the basket better. He's got a floater. He can use both hands. He's got nicer hair. I mean, they both have nice hair, but anyway, so like that was huge, right? Like I, I was a, legitimately excited about 
Rubio not coming back. And again, I don't, I'm not a hater. The guy's a great guy, seemed like. And uh, and but I mean that that needed to happen. And then they and then everybody's like, well, they don't have a lot of money because uh, you know they've only got the room or whatever, and that's four million, so they're not gonna be able to get anybody. Then they're like, you know what? We're all in. Derek Favors isn't coming back, so we got to go get a shooter. And they go get arguably the best three four shooter in you know available. Which I mean, we're the Jazz. This doesn't happen. It doesn't. Yeah. And and I think that a lot of it had to do with we could offer him more years and more money, which is weird that people want that. I don't know. But uh, so Bogdanovich, I mean, that was huge. Then they go out and they're like, well, you know what? We're not. We got worse defensively. So like, hey, let's get let's get uh, Ed Davis, and uh, we're better defensively. Then they went out and got Jeff Green, who I've never like been a huge fan of, but I mean, geez, you know, like. Why not, right? And and Moutier, who may play, I don't know. Uh, Moutier may play. I like that. He, he, yeah, he may he may play. Uh, that is, if if Dante, but if Dante's healthy all season, I mean, I know everybody's like rolling their eyes, but like if he is, <laughs> I literally I just roll my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see Moutier getting on the floor, which may be a great thing for us, right? Anyway, like heck of an off season. I mean, like, blew away what I had hoped for, right? Um, I was just hoping, like, at least at least get Conley, at least get an upgrade. I wasn't a big fan of uh, D'Lo, but, you know, totally. I wasn't, like, all on board for that dude. He was going to cost way more, and I don't think he's as, as good. He's, he's gotten a lot better. But, I mean, Mike Conley's a vet. He knows how to win. He's been in the playoffs. It's, dude... I, I I'm gonna say it. Jazz are going to win some games this year, and it's gonna be awesome. And I'm gonna even say, I'm gonna go out and say, it is between fifty and sixty three games, and I'm 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 talking top four in the West. We're talking about hey, we're talking about everybody's healthy, right? Yeah, because you know everybody's game, healthy. Game two. Uh, you know, this could all, someone could break their leg or whatever, and, and this could all change. But I'm planning on uh, winning uh, uh, a boatload of games next year, and it's going to be fun. I like that. Okay, I'll go next, Mike. I, you you I, can finish this off. Is that okay? Cool. cool. Um, so, realistically, I mean, like right when free agency started, I was like, oh, the West is going to be not that good. And then everything kind of like started moving around a little bit. And Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and like all the changes. So my initial gut reaction was like, okay, we could do like 55 to 60. Um, now that I've actually like looked and it's kind of died down, I see all the teams. Um, I, I still think that, but I think it's going to be harder to like break the top two. Um, I, and, and assuming, right? I mean, you've got, I mean, so Clay Thompson's out. That's not an unassumed injury because it's already there and he's not going to be back until like February or March. I mean, it'll be, right. it'll be interesting to see if he actually, like he probably won't be full strength until the end of the season. Yeah. It, honestly, if they, if they're going to make the playoffs, I wouldn't be surprised if he just doesn't play until the playoffs. 
You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Like what? Because then why? Why play? I mean, they're going to make the playoffs, right? I mean, assuming they are going to. I don't know. This is all sound weird now, but like I assume if they're going to, if they're a lock to make the playoffs with twenty games left, like why? Why even play him until the playoffs start? I don't know. Yeah, or at least until like maybe two or three games before to kind of get his legs. Well, and the other but, the other um, thing too is if it if it doesn't go well, I could see I could see them also saying, you know what, we're not necessarily going to tank, but let's get a draft pick to go along Steph Curry and Clay Clay Thompson and just kind of like sitting it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. So, That's totally what I, I would think they might tank. So, cool. uh, Mikey, go on. What are you saying, Mikey? What do you got? Oh, so. No, so when I I kind of if I if I look at the West, I think the Jazz, I think Denver's probably going to be best in the West. Um which doesn't sound like the sexy pick cuz they just stayed the same, but I think they they're going to get um what's his face from the now Porter Jr. from last year's uh, draft. Yeah. And so they just stay they have continuity and they're adding a a strong rookie and they got a bull bull, you know? So I think they, if he can be healthy, they could be really interesting. Did they really um, end up with him? What's that? They, they really ended up with bull bull. I, I had totally forgotten that if that's true. Yeah. They got, they're the ones who got, who got him uh, in the second round. So they, he could oh, wow. be another project where they, they, uh, work on his health or whatever, like they did with Porter Jr. But if not, it could be a really huge steal of the draft, right? And so I think Denver probably be first. Um, I actually kind of like Houston still until they – I think Houston now, I don't I don't think Houston is going to be very good with Westbrook and Harden. I just can't imagine that working, um, be, meaning that they're not going to be top four in the West. Um, but I I'm kind of more – I lean more on the side of the Jazz having home court going into the playoffs and maybe top three. I think I think Denver will be there, and I think we'll be up there in the top three, and maybe uh, maybe with the Lakers, it's hard. If we're assuming health, then maybe the Lakers, which sucks to say, but with LeBron, it could go. One of two ways: either this is the beginning of the end for LeBron with the brain injury, or he's had a whole off season. He's had more rest than he's ever had in his life, and he comes out and is, you know, a freaking baller again. So, I don't know. I hope that's not the case, but that's that's where I see us in those top three or four. If I had it in front of me, I'd mapped it out before where I think we'll all be. But, but I'm. I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty bullish on this team for all the reasons Jimmy said, like every, it seemed like we filled, we Dennis Lindsay filled and Justin Zanuck filled every gap as it came. You know, I was, I wasn't huge on signing Conley initially because I saw all of the, all of the gaps that would leave, but they couldn't have filled them better. You know, they, they literally went and Conley now, as we learn more about him and as we hear interviewed, he, he really is a replacement. He's just an upgrade of Rubio. He's just better shooter, uh, locker room guy, better. He's just Rubio, but maybe a little better. So 
yeah, it sucks to lose a guy you really like. But and I, I know J- Jimmy didn't like Jay Crowder all the time, but yeah, I'm sad to lose Jay Crowder. The feast he was a feast or famine guy, but yeah, we'll see yeah. how it goes. I the two the two teams that I mean, so Portland I think will be solid. Um. The Clippers will be solid too. I also think that they'll put oh, yeah. themselves they'll put themselves in a position that at the trade deadline, somebody that's looking to like, like move money or move a veteran that has a horrible contract. You know what I mean? Like I could see that happening, and all of a sudden the whole thing shifts, right? Where for those last six weeks of the season or eight weeks of the season, they're you know they win, you know, kind of go on a on a, a run like the Jazz have. I just. If if you take the Jazz over the past two seasons and they're kind of not so stellar starts and they're scheduling for whatever, I feel like if you can even win half of your games until December and go on the run that you've gone on the past three years, it's going to put you, you know, 50, 54, 55 plus, which I think is good enough for home court. I don't know. And maybe it'll be like that one year when everybody was in like five games of each other coming into the last week of the season and it was just crazy. Um. So, I don't know. Okay. It's going to be fun, though. Yeah, it'll be fun. So, those of you that have never listened to the Utah Jazz podcast, we uh, record every Sunday, and it usually is uploaded or ready to go on Monday afternoons. That'll be available on slcdunk.com, which is part of SB Nation. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Again, I am Spencer Campbell at SCampbellSBN, which stands for SB Nation. Yeah, this is and I'm Jimbo Rudding, uh, at Jimbo Rudding. Um, you can follow me on Twitter.com, at Jimbo Rudding. <laughs> yeah, and I'm Mikey VP on the Twitter. And I, I just want to say like how excited I am to be doing this. And hopefully we find our old audience and get the new audience listening again, because we have a lot of fun doing this. And we're rusty, and we're trying to figure it out again. It was kind of kind of fun how it all got put back together but we've all you know spencer's been off having a million kids and and uh we've all had all kinds of crazy things going on with uh with our health and with life but it's so fun to be back together with the the band again and doing this so look forward to it i will say this though too is that you know this is the time time of year where where jazz content you know kind of peters out right and and we are committed right spence like we are like every week we got something new for you we don't know math (laughs) we don't know stats but we're gonna get you something right for your commute or for when you mow the lawn or when you just are so tired of your kids and you know all they're asking for stuff you need something right and we're here for you we understand that and and so we are, are committed to a weekly podcast. Can you guys hear what he's doing right there? Can you guys hear what he's doing right there? He's committing me to a weekly podcast. Um, That's right. I don't need to go on my life details. Those will come out later. But uh, thank you for listening to episode 210. Final of, thoughts? Of the Utah Jazz podcast. The final thoughts for me are... Um, I'm just excited to watch. Uh, I, it's funny because the older I get, the more I turn into my dad, which I absolutely hate. But um, I care about sports, but I'm not as 
emotionally or like um, that sounds bad. They don't affect me emotionally as as much as they used to. And probably that's because I didn't have the podcast. I didn't have season tickets and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it's just a game. I just want my team to have a championship and a ring and a banner that hangs up. So when I can go, I can go share, show my kids like, Hey, in 2020, the jazz were the best team and they beat these team, this team, this team, and this team. Um, Cause it just sucks. And not I was at the that. parade. Uh, and I was at the parade or they were with the, they, I mean, obviously now they would be with me at the parade, but um yeah so yeah. that's my closing thought mikey closing thought. oh yeah just uh like i said i'm happy to be doing this again love the jazz it's uh it's my happy thought it's my escape to go to and watch the games we really do uh we don't know math but we do enjoy watching these games i think that should be the hashtag if you listened if you made it all the way through give us the hashtag we don't know math and, okay. uh, the math teachers yeah, at my school might be know. a little bit disappointed, but we're good. <laughs> anyway, okay, my, uh, yeah. yeah, my uh, my closing thought is uh, um, a little bit of a downer, but I'm not a big fan of uh, Donovan's new shoes. Um, I feel like the the back, you know, Achilles, the heel part has a little bit too much of a aerodynamic spoiler looking stuff i just i'm not a fan of that the rest of it's cool so if they tweak that for the dawn twos uh i may use some of my money to purchase them but um you know that being said they're not bad it's not i'm not I don't, i'm just i'm just saying like you know damian lillard's if you you give me you tell me hey you gotta choose one or the other i would probably choose the lillard's uh over Don's, but doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't mean I'm a Trailblazers fan now. I'm still a Jazz fan. It's just uh, the Dons aren't, like, they're not, they haven't really grown on me yet, you know. But I'm going to give them another, you know, three months or so, and then I'll see. Because I guess there's more colors coming out, and maybe they'll tweak it a little bit. They do. So apparently and, uh, the, the Venoms are already out in some parts of the country or some parts of the world. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. But, well, that's just, cool. Uh, there goes all of our hopes to have Donovan, Donovan Mitchell on the podcast because he'll be like, oh, yeah, aren't you the kid that hates my shoes? Um, huh. I'm actually the adult male who hates your shoes. But... Yeah, he called, hey, call me a kid? Yeah. Oh. You talk to your elders that way, Donovan? <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Utah Jazz Podcast. You guys stay on the line until this uh, goes to the server. Okay. Stopping now. Listen to the Utah Jazz Podcast. You guys stay on the line until it uh, goes to the server.